0: What if I told you God wants to overtake you with his blessing? Overtake you with his blessing. That's a big statement, right? Like God, the the creator of heaven and earth, sees you and his desire, his inward parts desire is to overtake you with blessing. You see, it's not about him being up there with a list and looking at you and being like, fail, pass, fail, pass. I'm sorry, you am not good enough. His desire is to overtake you with blessing. Now, what that really means is that God loves you to the point of that He considers you His bride. You see, he there is something in the Bible. The Bible defines as the bride of Christ. The whole point of why Jesus, why Yeshua came back, is for this thing we know as the bride of Christ. His bride. You see, the way that God got us back is by coming to the, to die for a bride, coming giving a life for His bride. Now, if you come into covenant with God, that means that you're coming in, you're, you're, you're signing that marriage contract, if you will, with God, and you're entering a relationship with Him. Now you've heard that before. You've heard people say, oh, it's about a relationship. But what does it really mean? Have you really understood and thought about that for a second? A relationship with the creator of the universe. You see, when we talk about a relationship with a with a with a wife or a husband, it comes kind of naturally, but you know, when, when I tell you about a relationship with the living God, it's a little more, it's a little harder to grasp. But what if I told you that the way that that relationship looks like? It's not much different from the relationships we are used to. You see, a relationship with God is not just about spreading the gospel. It's not just about reading your Bible. It's not just about doing the commandments. All of those things are so important and should be part of everyone's lives to consider themselves a believer. You see, where our relationship with our husbands and wives really come together is what happens when there's no one else around. You see, it is easy to have a face on in a church or fellowship with our about our relationship with God. It's easy to lift our hands high and worship him all high. And it's wonderful. But. What happens behind closed doors when no one is around looking between you and your spouse? That is truly your relationship. You see, oftentimes we see marriages. They look great. It looks like everything's going fine. And then suddenly there is a divorce out of nowhere. You see that kind of relationship where on the outside it looks fine on the inside is dead. It will never fly with God. The relationship that he desires is a true relationship of intimacy with us where when we close the door and there is no one around to see what is happening between us and God. That's when things matter. You see, it's easy to come and study your Bible and come to fellowship every week and look all intelligent and have all the wisdom in the world. But it's really what the what happens when no one's around that's going to develop your character, because see your character is developed by the time that you spend with God. If you don't spend time with him, you will struggle with pride, you will struggle with sin, you will struggle with all matters of darkness. Because see, if God's desire is to overtake us with blessing and to love us. That is what his desire above all else is. He instructed us to love God with all our heart. That's the number one commandment above all else. Don't you think that's the same for him? Don't you think his primary thing, the whole one thing he wants to uphold above all else is to love us relentlessly. And that is what he has been doing. He wants to love us with all his heart. But let's think about that for a second. What is the enemy going to try and do to oppose that? the enemy is going to take us away from his love by distracting us with other things you see the easiest way for a relationship between a husband and a wife to crumble down is when the time that is spent between them when where you know just the two of them when that stops happening and communication crumbles and all that stuff that's when things really start going wrong, And that's exactly where the enemy tries to get us to because he comes in. and He tries, tries to say, well, there's all these other things that's important. Why don't you spend time on all of these other things? And some of those things, you know, there are there are important things in life, you know, taking care of your family, um, you know, spending time at your job, maybe, uh, you know, whatever it is, maybe it's television, maybe it's Whatever it is, the enemy is going to come and pose something. Even things that the world would say is fine. Even things that the fellowship and the church would say is fine. But the enemy will position it. Listen, the enemy will position it above God. You see, when anything is above God, anything. Your relationship with him will start suffering. And, and at the beginning, it seems fine. At the beginning, it seems like there's nothing. It's, it's okay. It's not too bad. And a week and two weeks go by and a month and two months and three months go by. And when we look again, the relationship with God that you had, that was so strong in the beginning is not crumbled down. And is failing. And then things really start going wrong because we start struggling with sin and pride and all kinds of things. And we don't even realize it oftentimes. Because we become so used to being without him. You see, when you marry, you have a spouse, kids can come along. All kinds of other things can come along, some of which is very important. But if those things take priority over your relationship with your spouse, the very relationship that started everything else from where life came, because see, when you marry life is supposed to come from that. Of course, we have children, we have blessing. We have all kinds of things that come from a marriage, a good godly marriage. But see, if you take away the thing that started everything, that marriage covenant, that if you stop focusing on that as number one above all else, everything else that initially came from it will start to suffer. And that's exactly what happens in divorce. Divorce happens when the two spouses got too distracted by everything else. They forgot about each other. And then consequently, the kids and everything else suffers with it. It's the same thing. We can get so distracted by the things of God that we forget about God. Yes, you can get so distracted by ministry, ministering, doing your Bible study, doing all these things that There is no more relationship behind closed doors. You see, when was the last time that you danced like David did before God? Where David undressed himself as a king. He humbled himself and he danced before God. When was the last time you entered your room? You closed the door that no one, not your wife, not your husband, not your kids. No one sees you. But God sees you. When was the last time that happened? Because listen to me, brother, sister. That is supposed to happen every single day. Every single day, we must put all aside and come before God. And don't tell me you're too busy for God and don't tell him that either. You see, it's not a good idea. Would you ever tell your wife or husband, I'm too busy to spend time with you? Yet we do that with God. You see, the beginning and end of problems in life is this video here, where if we stop spending time with God, if we start getting distracted, all forms of negative negativity, curses, Disease and everything else comes from that place. You see, but God wants to overtake us with His blessing. He truly, then there is truly a place where you can live. Where every single day you are overtaken with His blessing. And all we can say is, God, why is it so amazing? You're blessing me left, right and center. You see, that place is possible to live. But it requires intimacy with God. It requires you to set things aside for the Creator of heaven and earth. His desire is to love you and bless you immensely. Why don't you place yourself in a position where you can receive that? And it's really as simple as saying, "Father, here I am. Come and speak to my heart. Come." I want to spend time with, you now. there is nothing else around me. God, it's just me and you. Lord, come spend time with me. You see, it's this that's the simple thing of this is a relationship. Many will go and cast out demons and raise the dead and heal the sick and do all these mighty things for God. And he will declare to them, depart from me, you worker of lawlessness. Now, you know, many would say, yeah, it's, it's because people who are lawless, people who are sinners and who are without God now? And yes, that is true. But I want to submit to you that the beginning of the problem that caused lawlessness is lack of relationship with God. There's many who can even say, "Oh, I'm keeping Torah. I'm keeping the Sabbath. I'm keeping doing all these amazing things. I'm, I'm trying to be obedient to His Word, but still be lawless in the heart." Because lawlessness of the heart comes from a lack of relationship with God. You see, if you're not led by the spirit, you'll be walking in lawlessness, you'll be led by the flesh. What if you not spending time with God prevents you from hearing his voice and prevents you from being obedient to that voice and consequently causes you to be lawless? Because lawlessness simply means disobedience to what God proclaims. And see, a lawlessness can be to the letter of the law in that, you know, uh, don't commit adultery. But obedience in the spirit goes as far as don't look at a woman with lust in your heart. Now, you see, Yeshua, Jesus said a few things like that. You know, he talked about don't look at a woman with lust and because and, and, then you're committing adultery in your heart. And, and, he, and he says whoever hates a brother Commits murder and he goes on. I want to submit to you that Jesus did not lay out every single one of those Extra things because those things were were things that were not in the Torah per se like lined out black on white But they were things that he received from his relationship and intimacy with God. It's a place where we can realize Oh God I'm angry at this person. I'm not I'm not supposed to be angry. Oh God, oh Lord, oh God, I don't wanna I don't wanna I don't wanna murder, I don't want to have that, Lord. That is not your fruit of the spirit. How oh, oh Lord, you see that is not gonna happen unless you've got relationship. If you just dwell in the black and white and the letter of the law, that's fine, it's great. But without relationship, you will miss the point of the law. You'll miss the overarching greatest commandments of love, God, and love your neighbor. You see, it's really hard to love if you don't love God. And what does love mean? Love is an action. In other words, it is hard to love if you don't go out of your way every day, crucify your flesh and come before God and say, Lord, I want to love you. God, I need you to make me like you. God, you need to change me. God, you need to help me. Father, make me more like you. You see, if that's not happening, you are going to struggle to love others. There is a place where we can be Where we want to love. Where we're so overflowing that we cannot keep quiet. We're so overflowing with Him. That wherever we go, we can't help but just say, tell everyone about Him. You see, that is the place we need to be. That's the place that God calls us to. And that is the place where the true believer dwells. You see, it is not just about A Bible study. It's not just about going out and doing ministry. It is about what happens behind closed doors. And God says that whoever humbles himself behind a closed door. God will exalt out in the open. You see you want to be used powerfully by God. It starts by getting on your knees when no one can see you. So I encourage you to start this relationship with Him. Truly this time. And it's easy to come and go and convince ourselves by religious observances and religious works that we've got a relationship with God. What happens behind closed doors defines whether there is any real relationship there. You can go to church every Sunday. And still have no idea who God is. Because you never came to Him alone to hear what He has to say and what He thinks about you.